Welcome to Unleash the Awesome with Dave Gambrill. All of us have unique skills, talents, and abilities that aren't being used to their full potential. Our mission is to share the people, tools, apps, and other resources that will help you unleash your awesome on the world. Yo, what's up? It's Dave. Welcome to another episode of Unleash the Awesome. Today, let's talk about how you can avoid decision fatigue. Decision fatigue. So even though we are incredible creatures and our brains are really awesome, there's lots of science, lots of studies to suggest that decisions and willpower wear us down over the course of a day. Right? We can only make so many good decisions. And if we have to make many tough but frivolous decisions, then that just wears down our decision-making process over the course of a day. And so that is why, if you remember Steve Jobs, he pretty much wore the same thing all the time, right? It was just black turtleneck and jeans. That was it. Uh, There's lots of really super successful people who do similar things. And so I've adopted some of those things in my life. But one of the things that's helped me the most is a quote by a gentleman named Peter Drucker. He's the author of a very famous book called The Effective Executive. Effective Executive. <laughs> Easy for me to say. Let me try that again. Effective Executive. You might want to go check that out. But one of the things he talks about is this idea of why make 100 decisions when one decision will do? Why make 100 decisions when one decision will do? So what he means by that is instead of each day being faced with all of these things, and he meant this in a management and leadership capacity, instead of having to make all these decisions, why not just put systems and frameworks and a decision matrix in play that says we don't do this thing or we always do this thing or we never do this thing or whatever the case may be to just say this this is what we do and this is what we don't do and then that way we don't have to think about it or we don't have to make a decision each time. So I'll give you an example. I work from home. I have my own business. And one of the things that I've decided on is I pretty much wear the same thing every day. If it's the winter time, it's usually jeans, a t-shirt, and a hoodie. And if it's summertime or a little warmer, then it's usually a pair of shorts, like khaki shorts, and a t-shirt. And I have way more t-shirts than any average human being needs. Uh, and my friends at ClickFunnels send me t-shirts and swag all the time. So I think I have like 22 or 23 of their t-shirts, but that that's one thing I don't have to worry about every day. I get up and I just reach into this drawer and I'm like, okay, here's the shorts, here's the t-shirt. And then I don't have to worry about it. And that's one of the things even I did in corporate America. When I worked in a job where I had to wear a suit every day, I basically had seven or eight different suits. And I just wore them in order, pretty much. Just, here we go. Today's this one. Today's this one. This one's next in the lineup, right? And it just, okay, we're wearing this one today. And I can't remember deviating very much, if at all. And the other thing this helped was I'm colorblind. So I have trouble with some fashion choices. And so once my wife was like, okay, this goes with this and this goes with this, then the shirts and the ties and everything else, I just pretty much had the same setup. And some people are like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. Like if you love fashion and getting dressed up, you're like, I could never wear the same thing more than once. 
okay, then, then that's not for you. But that's just an example of a decision that I made. Another one that I heard, I think I got this from uh, from um, Mark Cuban from the Dallas Mavericks, among other things. He talked about how he never takes any unscheduled inbound phone calls. And I was like, that's genius. I'm going to do that. Because then you don't have to worry about it. It won't take, it off, take you off your game. You don't have to worry about just all this stuff happening. And you can set things up on your phone, your smartphones, so that, yes, you can take incoming calls from your family or your close friends or whatever. So you could put them on a favorites list. But generally, you could just have your phone on uh, Do Not Disturb. And then only those people on the favorites list could barge through that and actually ring your phone or whatever. So a lot of times people are like, hey, can you jump on a quick call? Can you do this? I'm like, no, I don't do that. Just it makes it easier. I just say, no, nope, I don't I don't do that. If you want, you can get on my calendar and I'll send them a link where if I think it's appropriate to have a call with them, I'll send them a link and I use a, an app called Calendly to send out these uh, scheduled things. And then they can click on it, find a time works for them. And this does a couple things. One, I don't get taken off track or off what I'm trying to do with these inbound calls that happen. And two, if they decide to get on my calendar, which frankly I have found to be a great way to weed out people that are serious and not just that one little thing of having to take an extra step of getting on my calendar eliminates like 80% of the request. And because of some of the questions I ask in there, I say, Hey, uh, is there anything I need to be aware of or need to look at prior to our call? And then the second question is, is there anything else you want me to know before we jump on the phone? And then I also have all that automated. So it'll get them a zoom, a dial in link, and uh, it'll automatically go on their calendar, automatically goes on my calendar. So again, I've made this one decision to not take inbound calls. And the other decision I made was the only way they're going to get on there is they can schedule through Calendly. That's it. So I have people like, oh, can I do? I'm like, no, you can go through Calendly because I have set it up. So I know when I'm available. I know when I'm not available. Again, another decision that I made. This is when I'll take these calls. This is when I won't. But then when these people decide, okay, they do want to get on the calendar, they go ahead and do it. And I ask these questions. And through the two questions, I know even those questions sometimes disqualify people because sometimes people are like, they, they either don't know what they want to talk about or they're not serious about it or whatever. So they see those questions and they go, oh, nah, that's probably not a good idea. Not going to get on his calendar, right? But all I want to know is what you want to talk about so that... I can think into it, especially if we're only going to have like a 20, 30 minute call, something like that. Then if you have a website you want me to look at, or you have some information you want me to look at, then put it in there and then I can take a peek at it. And then when we get on the call, we don't have to spend all this time going, oh, here, take a look at my website. I'm like, no, I prepared for our session today. What's up? Tell me what, you know, ask me what you want to ask me about it. I looked at it. I took a peek at it. What, what, let's chat. Let's cut to the chase, right? So we do the pleasantries. Hello, how are you? How's everything going? How's your family? Good. Okay. And then it's like, let's get into it. What's going on? So again, like those are, I, I really just shared one thing there, but if you look at it very carefully, there's a lot of decisions that I made in there that I made the decision one time and then I don't make them anymore. That's it. That's if you want to get on my calendar and chat with me, that's how you do it. Right. I just had somebody this morning send me uh, something through Facebook messenger or something. It was like, Hey, do you have a few minutes to get on a call? And I was like, Nope, no, I do not. Uh, so Think about that. What you know? Where where are these energy leaks? Where are these decision leaks happening for you? Where's the decision fatigue? And then can you put these things in place to prevent that? 
right? And then that way, that's one less decision you have to make, and it just makes it easier for you to focus on other stuff. One of the other things I decided with a lot of the things in my business, I do uh, launch cycles. So I'll say, hey, I have this new thing coming out. If you want to be a part of it, if you want to be a part of this coaching program, you want to be a part of this course, you want to do whatever, I might have like a two-week window where I'm talking about it, I'm promoting it, I'm telling people why it makes sense for them. And then after that window, I close enrollments. And people are like, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you take business all the time? Well, there's a strategy to launching something like that. And when there's a finite end point, then there are people who will not buy to the last possible second. So if there was no, um, if there was no end date or no um, period of time when they, they wouldn't be able to buy it, then they would just never buy it, right? So there's a strategy from a sales perspective there. But also... It's for my own energy and my decision fatigue and things like that. Like there's two weeks where I'll launch this thing and I'll talk about it and I'll promote it hard and I'll make sure everybody that signs up, you know, gets what they need. And then when I close it, then I don't have to worry about that anymore until I open it again. And so if I open it again, and so then I could focus on taking care of my clients and the people that signed up and my students and my customers and things like that, right? One decision I'm going to launch. This is what it's going to look like. And then after that, nobody comes in until if and when we launch it again because think about that too there's an onboarding process of bringing these people in and yes you can automate a lot of that and you should but again one decision i made that prevents me to have to have to make a bunch of other decisions all right i'll give you one more uh, and i heard my friend jeff walker say this one time from stage i don't know where he got it from but he said 100 percent is easy 99 percent is hard and what I meant by that is if you make a decision that you're just not going to do something or you're always going to do something, then just sticking to that is so much easier than letting something happen 1% of the time, right? So if you say, oh, and the example he gave was, I'm not going to eat any chocolate, right? I'm not going to eat, nope, chocolate's not my diet anymore or sugar is not my diet, whatever. And then somebody approaches you and says, hey, would you like some M&Ms? It's... If you just know that the decision has been made that you're not eating chocolate, it's very easy to just say, no, I don't eat chocolate. Like, nope, I do not eat chocolate. Okay. That's, that's a lot easier than going, well, okay. And then you try one and you know, you're not just going to have one. So then you have two and three and a handful, and then you ate a whole bag or a whole bowl full of them or whatever. And then you're like, oh gosh, got to start over again. <laughs> so even with decisions like that, like I just, I, I don't eat that. I don't drink that. I don't want to know. I just don't. And then when it when you're forced with uh, having to make a decision or somebody offers you something, you just say, no, thank you. Nope, I'm good. No, thank you. Appreciate it. I'll have a water. Thank you or whatever. Uh, but that's one less decision you have to make. So once I started exercising this philosophy in my life, and I really probably like six or seven years ago, really started getting into it. It's been so freeing. It's so awesome. Now it sounds like freeing. What are you talking about, Dave? It sounds restrictive. And uh, my buddy Jocko Willink talks about discipline equals freedom, right? He says that a lot in his podcast and in his books and things like that. And it's true. It sounds like an oxymoron, like discipline is freedom. What do you mean? If you're free, then you should be able to do whatever you want. Well, I actually can do more of what I want pretty much whenever I want because I had the discipline to put these frameworks or decision-making processes in place so then when I'm forced with having to make a decision, I don't even have to make a decision. I just go, no, or yes, because I've already decided. Why make a hundred decisions when one decision will do?
as Drucker said. So think about that. Where are these things happening in your life? Where are you having to make decisions over and over? One, there might be an opportunity to automate it. Two, there's probably an opportunity to look at it and say, well, do I always do these things or never do these things? And if that's the case, then just put a rule in place for yourself. Uh, but three, if you're going to start outsourcing this stuff to people or you have a team, then it's even clearer when you just have a simple decision and you say, this is what we do or don't do. Tim Ferriss in his book, The Four Hour Workweek, talked about how he was handling, he had a nutrition supplements business, nutritional supplements business, and he was basically bootstrapping it and doing everything, including customer service, and he was getting um, inundated with customer service problems and requests and whatever. And so then he brought in some customer service people or basically outsourced it to them. And it didn't really work initially because they, every time there was a problem, the customer service people would ask Tim. So he's like, what? what? There's just extra people in the mix here. This is actually worse. And so what he decided was, and I forget the specific numbers, but the general idea was he said, okay, Look, if any of these requests come in, this is how you handle it. And he made like a frequently asked questions. And then he said, and if it doesn't meet any of these things and you can solve the problem for less than $50, meaning you give them a refund or you send them some additional product or whatever, and you can take care of it for $50 or less, just do it and don't contact me. And that was a decision he made. And it reduced his uh, people having to ask him for help on these things by a large number. I forget what it was, but it, a lot. And then after that got going and was working, he still had some stuff that would leak through. And he figured out that like, if he just raised that number to a hundred dollars, then he would be able to solve those additional problems. So then essentially nothing was getting through to him except super, super high uh, decisions that need to be made by him, right? Like maybe there was a shipping error or a bunch of bottles went out with nothing in it. And so he would need to step in there and talk to his manufacturer. Right. Uh, and I think Zappos does a similar thing too with empowering their front level customer service people to handle things at their level and not have to um, move it up the chain or anything like that, not escalate it. They just make the decision right there. So think about that. Where are you making decisions over and over, being faced with doing these things? If you want to reduce your decision fatigue, make a decision once or put a framework in place or put a system in place or put an automation in place or whatever. So then you don't have to be tired of making decisions all day because when it really matters, when you have to make a decision, you want to have all of your creativity and decision-making ability available to you. And if you're making them on these trivial things each day, that's why it's hard for you to make the important decisions. Okay. So I hope that serves you until next time, go unleash your awesome on the world. See ya. Thanks for listening to unleash the awesome. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please share us on your favorite social media platforms using hashtag UnleashAwesome.